Discovering Asian dramas back in 2018 was an enlightening moment for me, and I've never looked back. I enjoy talking about them just as much as watching them. So much so that I decided to create a podcast to chat everything from Chinese to Korean, Japanese to Thai, and everything in between. Welcome to the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything Asian drama. And welcome back to another episode of the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana. Now, today's episode, I'm really actually excited to record it because it's one of my favorite episodes to listen to in other drama podcasts. And that's normally the What I'm Watching um, currently episode. And I don't know why I like it so much, but I guess I love discovering um, what other people are also watching. And needless to say, I always end up adding extra shows to my never-ending drama lists. But uh, the currently watching episode um, is usually one of my favourites. So I really wanted to add one uh, to my podcast as well, because I thought I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who enjoys listening to these. Um, and also my currently watching um, list is ever changing and there's certainly dramas that I won't get a chance to ever really mention so this is a good opportunity to sort of um, do that to mention those shows that normally won't get a shout out anywhere else Um, so how I'm going to work this episode is basically so in the discord server that I'm a part of um Basically, uh, it was right at the beginning of when I first opened it up. Uh, One of the uh, people there, Delilah, she basically, she has the greatest ideas. She comes up with them and then sort of, you know, starts them. And then everybody just sort of follows along in a sense. And she, one random day, just posted her you know, what she was currently watching. But she posted it in a way that she put them under categories. And they were like completely made up categories. And, you know, they ranged from anything to like crazy watching or anything like that um, to, you know, just dramas that she was really, really enjoying at the time. And I thought this was a great idea. So actually every week or, you know, I try to remember to post every week, but every week we tend to to um, post our currently watching drama lists, but we end up putting them into categories. Now, my categories have pretty much stayed the same unless it's a drama that I need to um, put into a certain category. But so I thought that for my, you know, for my episodes of currently what I'm currently watching, it would be really, really great if I went through and basically once a month or at least, you know, once every five to six weeks on the podcast, when this episode um, would air, I would just go through what I was currently watching and basically, you know, what category I would put it under. So the categories for my list tend to be the shows. So the first category would be absolutely loving. And that's the dramas that I cannot get enough of, that I'm chasing episodes that I am just really, 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 really enjoying. You know, dramas like, let's mention uh, again, because apparently, you know, I'm still not over it. You know, dramas like um, A a Love Between Fairy and Devil, um, that was 
constantly in my absolutely loving category. Like that drama never dropped from that category. And like I said, every week dramas, you know, may shift because, you know, you keep watching them and they may go down or you may find something in them that you love more. So, you know, these dramas are always changing from this list. But yeah, that's my first category. And then the second category is enjoying. And these are dramas that I'm liking well enough, but they're not quite, you know, at a place where I'm just so crazy about them. Like I'm watching them and I'm enjoying them, but I'm not, you know, absolutely, you know, I'm not so deep into the drama that I can't stop watching it. So that's that one. And then I have categories like, um, there's uh something about the drama that I'm still enjoying so I'll keep watching it or you know then I'll have my dropped category or I'll have the lunchtime category now usually I have lunchtime by myself at work just it's just how it works and I tend to sneak in a little you know episode while I'm having lunch um and these tend to be like really short episodes. So I just watch one or two whenever, you know, um, I'm at lunchtime. And I feel like, you know, that's a little break, I would say, from whatever, you know, you're doing in your day. And I tend to always really, really like it. Um, so that's a category I have as well. There may not always be something in that category just because sometimes I'm just not in the mood but you know I do tend to try and have a couple of episodes on the back burner um just to have in that category and then my last category will always be so the dramas that I finished now I tend to do the dramas that I finished and then I tend to add my um MDL so my drama list um ratings on there and that doesn't you know that will change, obviously, especially in the case of doing the episodes for the podcast, because I won't be doing it every week. I'll be doing it, you know, every sort of, you know, four to five, six weeks, sort of, in that time frame. Um, so, yeah, that will be, I'll add all the dramas. Now, some dramas I'll obviously really, really enjoy so much that I'll want to do a podcast episode on them. So I'll just very quickly mention that I finished that episode, you know, that I finished that drama and, you know, my ultimate score and that I will or won't do an episode on it. So it really just depends. But that usually tends to be the category that I will finish up with. And then I thought, because so most um, of the episodes in other podcasts that I listen to um, that do the what I'm currently watching uh, episode, there's a few hosts. So that tends to give them quite a lot of variety and whatnot. Uh, uh, but I thought to change up at the end of each of these episodes, I would mention what I'm looking forward to watching in the next couple of weeks. You know, what kind of dramas are coming our way that are exciting me? Now, for K-dramas, this is really easy because K-dramas, basically, they give you a very set date on when they're going to premiere. And unless something, you know, drastically changes, that's when they come out. So it's really, really easy to sort of look a month ahead and see what K-dramas are coming up that you're going to like. 
With Chinese dramas, it is impossible to do that because you just simply have no idea. You know, they're coming soon can mean anything between we are here today, here's the whole show in one go, or it can mean, you know, they'll come out in another year or in another two years. There is just no definite date. And even when they give you a set date, you bet. I will not trust that day until I am physically watching that episode on my screen because Chinese dramas can be wild. You know, a scandal can break out and that will pull the drama back or anything like that. They're so volatile to change that um, basically when it comes to Chinese dramas, I'll mention them, but Obviously, I can give you a rough date if there is one, but never trust those dates until they're on the screen. That That's my rule. Uh, but there's always new content coming out, especially, uh, so for example, this week, uh, while I'm recording now, um, there it was mid-autumn festival and basically a bunch of new trailers and posters and, you know, teasers and stuff like that were put out for various different dramas. And basically there's just a bunch of stuff coming out. But also another thing to mention is, um, so although all of that promo is coming out, a lot of that promo for dramas is dramas that are still currently um uh being filmed that's the word i was looking for the so they're being filmed currently and that means we probably won't see them for another year because after they get filmed they go into post-production and there's a lot of work still to do there so there is a couple of dramas that i will mention that came out with really good stuff but we probably won't see them till next year but i'm still excited for them so i thought i would share them so with chinese dramas that's you know i will just mention that that's what it'll be. I'll mention them, but we just don't know when we will see them. And I'll only mention the ones that I'm really keeping a closer eye on. Um, and then, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But with Korean dramas, it's a lot easier to sort of look for what, you know, what, uh, is coming up in the next sort of month and then you can you know set a date because you know once they've got their airing date that'll pretty much be it so let's start um going through my list now usually my list is pretty long but lately i have been a bit in a bit of a slump blame it again on love between furry and devil and nothing is really catching my attention but also um i don't know if i've mentioned before but i live in the uk but i'm originally from portugal and in about a week and a half or so i'm going back home for uh, you know three weeks or so and i don't tend to get a lot of drama watching done while i'm over there just because you know i want to spend time with my family and the friends um so my list tends to get a lot shorter around about these times when i go back just because i don't want to start too much that i'll have to sort of leave pending until i've got some time um to catch up on it uh saying that um I still have a few that I'm watching. So uh, in my absolutely loving category, right now, it's just empty. It's been empty for, you know, a little bit because all of the dramas that I was really, really loving kind of all finished at the same time. And they've kind of left me, um, they've kind, yeah, they left me a little bit empty let's put it that way nothing has really filled their shoes um so that category is just 
sadly empty right now. And then normally after that category, I have the really enjoying category. And I do actually have two dramas in this category right now. And that would be the Korean drama, The Law Cafe, uh, starring Lee Se-young. And is it Song Ki? No. Who is it? Oh my god, I'm having a blank. I really should have. I'm looking it up. I should have these right ready to go. My drama list app is also playing up, which is a little bit annoying, but we will do. It's Lee Songi. Uh, so those are the two main actors uh, in this one, but also it has Kim Solgi, and I love that actress. I feel like she's truly underrated in the K-drama world. So I'm really, really happy to, to, to see this um, combination. It's also a surprising one because I went into this drama thinking, oh my god, you know, it's law, it's not usually my type of thing. And then, like, as soon as Lee Se-young stepped on my screen, I was so happy. Like, I totally went into this mainly because of her. I think she's a terrific actress and she chooses such varied roles that I'm usually always interested in whatever drama she does. Um, she's one of those actresses that I just tend to follow around. So basically I went into it and I was like, I'm not really sure about this, a law cafe, but actually the plot and the story is really, really good. At the time of recording, so I'm recording this on a Sunday to come out on a Wednesday and this airs on a Monday, Tuesday schedule. I only watched the first two episodes because that's what's available but I I'm already really enjoying this drama like the comedy is on point and I just find that these actors are working really well together so um a lot of people have mentioned that it gives us like our beloved summer kind of vibes and I would agree because a lot of the time they're sitting and just talking straight to the camera like interview style and I really like that because it makes you feel a little bit more connected to the drama in a certain way so yes very much enjoying this one and then the second one that I have in this category is uh, the Chinese drama, The Blue Whisper. I'm still on part one. This is one of those that, you know, suffered the curse of it has to be split into two parts. And it was, this one is, I don't want to say it's really old. It isn't. It's only a couple of months old. But basically, when it came out, nobody was subbing it. And it was driving fans insane because it's Dil Rubber and Ren Jialun and everybody wanted to watch it and there was no subs everywhere and it's a yoku drama and i believe it's done um it was aired on a tv channel in china as well and basically somebody else had the rights to air it you know everywhere else and they just weren't giving us subs and um then eventually the subs did come but because i got slumbered with other dramas i just haven't had the chance to go back and watch this one um however this is funnily enough also written well it's not written uh it's basically based on a book by the same author that did love between fairy and devil and i can totally tell like the similarities um 
of the source material, not necessarily that it's the same because it's adapted by two different screenwriters, it's directed by two different directors, but I'm really, really enjoying it. I think I'm up to episode maybe eight or nine, so I've still got quite a few way to go, but I'm just taking my time with it because I don't know when we're going to get the next, you know, Shiansha uh, drama, and I kind of like always having one in the background um, watching, and I'm really enjoying this one as well. So the next category I have up is uh, my enjoying. These are dramas that, like I said, I, I'm liking them well enough, but there is just something that isn't like taking them to the next platform for me. Like I'm not completely hooked on them that I'm chasing episodes or anything like that. So um, these, I've got a few in this category, actually. Um, the first one is the Chinese drama See You Again. And basically, that's airing on IGE. And it is starring Hugh Yutian. Uh, is that how you say it? I think it might be. Hu Yutian and Chen Yuqi. And basically, it's... Uh, a drama where the a movie star from a Republican era basically gets shot in his time and gets flung into like present day um, China, and basically he stumbles across uh, Chen Yu Chi's character Jin. Jin Ayin and she basically helps him and it's like their story and figuring out you know who shot him and also there's um he's being confused by somebody else in the current time that looks exactly like him so it's kind of like a mystery rom-com I would say uh, because you still yeah you still have his the mystery behind you know who shot him and everything so I am enjoying this one but yeah, there's just something that isn't clicking all the way. I don't know if it's like the pacing is slightly off. It feels a little slow. Um, I don't know. But I am enjoying it and I'll definitely keep watching it. We shall see where it ends up. You know, it might be that it gets bumped up to the next category in the next couple of episodes. Who knows? Like I said, this is always ever-changing, so... So the next one that I have is a Korean drama called Once Upon a Small Town. Now, this one, I wasn't even planning on watching it, but then like I started hearing really good things about it. And it's only uh, 12 episodes and they're only about 30 minute episodes. So I feel like you can like, it's like a little, you can sneak an episode here and there. So I really like that. And it's starring Joy as well as um, Chu, Chu Young-woo. Cho, Cho Young-woo. I think that's how you say it. Cho Young-woo. And basically it's a vet who gets sent back. So he lives up in Seoul and he gets sent back uh, to his grandparents' uh, hometown to look after his, their, like, their veterinary clinic while um, they go off on a cruise. And that's basically the story and how it's set up. Now, I actually really enjoy these types of dramas, like the small town, you know, dramas some of my favorites would have to be you know stuff like racket boys and stuff like that where you just it's such like a little community and everybody knows everybody and it just feels really really nice to watch dramas like that 
especially living in a community where, you know, not necessarily where I live. Um, it's not necessarily like a really tight knit community. I think it's hard to find that nowadays. Um, it's not like as common as it used to be. So I find that watching these dramas is always like a bubble of happiness, if that makes sense. Um, I have only watched two episodes, so that's probably why I've only put it in the enjoying category because I'm enjoying it enough, but I'm not like completely hooked yet. It's like, you know, that nice peaceful break that you take uh, when you watch these episodes. So that's quite nice. Um, also on this category, I have the drama, the Chinese drama called Let's Meet Now. Now, this one is starring uh, Hannah and her you. And basically, it's a couple who knew each other back in... Uh, back in school, is it? Um, but basically, one is a director and the other one is a shooting athlete. And they basically meet and sort of fall in love. And it's their story. Uh, this one is very, very, very easy watching. That's what I classify it as. There's not like any big major tensions. And it's just one that you sit down and, you know, you don't have to... Like, this is going to sound bad, but it isn't meant to sound bad. Um, you don't have to think a lot about it. You just sort of, like, watch it and it's nice and easy, you know. There's not a lot to figure out. It is what it is on the surface. Um, and I kind of like those. I, I do like youth dramas, although this isn't. I it, MDL has classified it as a youth drama. I don't necessarily do because most of them are out of school um, and they're, like, in proper, you know, grown-up uh jobs so i would class it as like young adults maybe but not necessarily youth i don't think it's quite you know a youth drama of sorts but i am enjoying this one as well um and i think the last drama on the the enjoying category is a thai drama and it's called my dear donovan and it is starring oh right I don't think I can even attempt these names because Thai names are a whole other planet. So the female lead is Nam Tan and the male lead, oh, the, the male lead is called Luke. So, you know, that one was easy. Thank you for having it. <laughs> that just sounds awful now. But yeah, Thai names are a whole other I think they're even harder than um, Chinese names um, because they feel like, you know, so long. Um, I'm probably going to have to look into that, why, you know, their names are so long and everything. But yeah, that's the two main couples. And basically it's um, a primary school teacher who sort of stumbles across a um, male model and he's sort of got like a dark past where he's looking for somebody. And then you find out that that's his sister that he's looking for and basically the primary school teacher her granddad gets really sick and needs some treatment so she needs some money and you know through you know events she sort of becomes his manager and they fall in love and it's been really good actually I've been thinking Thai dramas can go off the rails. Like, they can be so insane. Uh, and this one hasn't gone too, too off the rails. I mean, it's still crazy in some parts, but I'm 
actually surprisingly enjoying it. When I first sort of, I stumbled across it on YouTube and I sort of went in, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what to watch. This came up. Let's just try it. And the next thing I knew, I like, I binged the first five episodes. I was like, oh, oh, but you know, it is in my enjoying category because I'm not like completely hooked on it. Although I did binge the first five episodes. Um, but I think I was just in the right mood for it, and uh, that's how it ended up being. Uh, but yeah, so that actually finishes up. So again, I'm recording this on Sunday. Uh, this episode will go out on Wednesday, but this drama finishes on Thursday. The... I don't know dates. So it'll finish, in theory, on Thursday the... It says September 11th. It says it finishes today, but I don't think that's quite right because I think it comes out on YouTube a little bit later. So it does finish up this week. Unless you're listening to this in the future, in that case, you can go check it out. It's completely finished. Uh, so I'll probably give you my, you know, notes, footnotes and whatnot on it um, the next time I record one of these. So that's it for my enjoying category. Then I usually have a category that's uh, called intrigued enough to keep watching. And that means dramas that there's something about them that I'm intrigued and I'll keep going back for episodes, but I'm not overall really enjoying the drama as a whole. So there's something keeping me there, but it's not like oh, I need to go watch that episode or anything like that. Uh, and right now that category is empty. I then have a category that is the too early to tell. And that normally means um, dramas that I've only started watching, you know, very recently, like I've watched one or two episodes. The Law Cafe is apparently the... Um, exception to this there are there are a couple of dramas where I just watch one episode or two and I'm like yes yes I'm hooked I love them so I put them straight into other categories but this category is usually like episodes um not episodes dramas that I've watched one or two episodes of and that I'm still not quite sure about so uh, I usually put them here and right now I have nothing I haven't really started anything too new I'm already you know a couple of episodes into most of the dramas that I'm watching so nothing there. I haven't dropped anything yet either. So re Although I kid you not, in the last sort of two months, I have dropped more dramas than I could remember. But I haven't gone back and looked that far. But in sort of like, you know, the last week, two weeks, I haven't really dropped anything. So that category is also empty. Now, I have one and this is when the categories start going insane because it's dramas that you don't. So the ones, the categories that I've just gone through, they are my core categories. So they're the ones that always stay the same. But then there's dramas that simply just do not fit into any of these categories. This next drama is one of those and it's called Maid's Revenge. It's a Chinese drama. It's on Yoku and it's airing on YouTube. And it's a very short drama. I mean, not short. It's 30 episodes, but each episode is only about 10 minutes. Now, when I tell you this is insanity, this drama is insanity. It's like, it's not a good drama, but it's the kind of 
bad drama that it's so bad that it's good if that makes sense it's kind of like a car crash you can't keep your eyes off of it that's what this drama is so I'm not necessarily recommending it but I am watching it so I have to mention it and it's basically it's starring um Chen Fang Tong and Dai Gao Zhang and basically the drama is based on this our female lead um and she uh she's from a prominent family but her mum has never let her out of the house so nobody knows what she looks like and that's already a recipe for disaster but basically her whole family gets murdered and she and her half sister are the only ones that survive now our female lead actually had a arranged marriage with um somebody from the uh, from like the president's another prominent family let's put it that way uh but her she gets caught and her half sister actually um escapes and she takes a note with her from her father and basically pretends to be our female lead and our female lead is like taken in as like a maid and her half sister is horrendous i mean this is just bad and basically the person she turns out that the person she thinks murdered her whole family is the warlord it's basically like the head of that residency and turns out he isn't he wasn't the one he's actually investigating the case and he wants to keep her safe so to do so he's just like horrendous to her and she thinks he's this like manny to horrible man that killed her family so like I said, this doesn't sound good because this drama probably isn't that good. I'm not necessarily recommending it, but like I said, it's so bad, it's good. That's this drama. So that's the category it's in. It's so bad, it's good. <laughs> um, and then I think, yep, yeah, so I'm also watching a Taiwanese. I'm pretty sure it's Taiwanese. Now, I, a couple of months, at the beginning of the year, I did like this Twitter thing where I took on 12 dramas recommended by 12 friends and I would watch one once a month. Now this is still my August watch and god damn it I am gonna finish it but it's uh, the Taiwanese drama Lost Romance. Now I know this is highly rated by many people and it's well you know liked by many people. Now the first couple of episodes were quite hard for me to watch. I just wasn't into it but I was like look this is part of my challenge. I'm just gonna work my way through it. Now, I have made it to episode 14, so I have six episodes left, and I feel like I just need to sit down and whack them out, so to speak. But I'm just not that into it. I don't really like the male lead. I feel like he's not that nice of a male lead. I, The female lead also, I don't really like her. Like, I don't necessarily like the main couple. And that's problematic, because that's who the show revolves around. And also... I never get second lead syndrome. In this drama, I have gotten second lead syndrome so bad. And I feel like they're going to do the second male lead so dirty. So I am so worried about watching like the last couple of episodes. So that's probably why I've been holding 
off from doing so um i am gonna have to you know move them along because it's almost the end of september and i haven't done my september watch i feel like what's gonna happen is i have um quite a bit of time off at christmas and i feel like i'm just gonna be catching up on all like my challenge dramas um yeah because apparently i can't do do uh dramas in a time frame but here we go that is also a drama that i'm watching and i feel like yeah i do feel like i just need to sit down and watch the last six episodes because it is very highly recommended by many but i don't know i don't know what it is about it it just isn't clicking for me uh, but i want to make it through to the end because like i want to see what they do to the second male lead even though i know it's probably going to break my heart but we shall wait and see you know i may come back hopefully Next time I do one of these um, episodes, I it'll be on my finished list and we shall see how it holds up um, by then. So the last drama that I'm watching um, right now is another Thai drama. Now, this is a... I'm not sure how you say it. I I'm hope I'm pronouncing it right, but it's a Lacorn. And oh my God. It is insanity. This drama is insane. It's called... Uh, there isn't... I haven't come across a English um, name for it. Uh, and I've only come across the uh, Thai name. That's what it's listed under on MDL. So my pronunciation may be bad, but I'll try my best. And it's called We Were Far Leap. And basically, it's these two people who, after a one-night stand, basically get into an arranged marriage. Now, as soon as you say arranged marriage, sign me up. I'm right there. It's one of my favorite tropes. If done well, I, it's just one of those tropes that I'm like, yes, I'll check it out. Um, but... <laughs> This drama is insane because basically the male lead has to go and live with the female lead. And her family, except one aunt, everyone is horrible. Everyone is absolutely horrible, which is usually how Lacorns go. I've only watched a couple and for some reason they're really bingeable, like they hook you in, but they're not really that great. But somehow, well, for me anyways, I mean, some people might love them, but for me, they're not, you know, exceptional storytelling or anything, at least the ones that I've watched, but they're so hookable. Like, you just watch them constantly. Uh, so, yeah, this one, the whole family is horrible. The main couple is adorable, but everyone else is kind of horrible, and I'm still here for it. So that's, it's under its own category because I'm not sure. I think I am enjoying it, but it's one of those dramas that I'm like, am I enjoying it? Am I not? I'm not sure. But we shall see. That's where I am. That's how my currently watching list is shaping up right now. It's actually, believe it or not, I tend to have loads of dramas on the go. That's just how I like watching because I'm very much a mood watcher. You know, sometimes I'm not in the mood for that drama so I can pull out the other one on my watching list. Um, but this is actually a pretty tame list for me right now. It's pretty short in, you know, I know it might sound crazy for some because some people I know will only watch one drama at a time. Some people watch many more at a time. You know, I think everyone's kind of very individual in that case. Um, but yeah, this is how mine is right now. Uh, so I think that's it for my currently watching. I'm going to move on to... Um, 
upcoming K-dramas. Now, again, I know it's kind of like the middle of September, so I'm not going to go into any October dramas quite yet. I'll mention those, you know, in another episode. So I'm only going to mention the upcoming uh, Korean dramas that I'm really looking forward to. Again, because, you know, I am going away. I've only really um, took note of two two yeah two k dramas that i will definitely check out um and that's mainly because again i'm going away i'm not gonna have a lot of time so i don't want to bite more off than i can chew so to speak and the first one that i'm really really looking forward to is um love in contract and that's starring park min young go go kyung pyo and kim jae young and that is again i've literally just mentioned this but it's a contract marriage and you know i'm right there and through the trailers it seems like park min young is playing a slightly different character than what she usually goes for so i am looking forward to that for sure um that comes out september 21st and i believe if i'm not mistaken it'll be on vicky um so I'll definitely be checking that one out because, again, Contract Marriage and Park Min Young, I mean, she does so well in these, you know, romantic lead kind of dramas. So I'm definitely, but it seems a little different, this one. So the trailers looked really good. So I'm excited for that one. And then the next one that I'm looking forward to for Korean dramas is called The Golden Spoon. And it's... Uh, starring Yuk Song Jae, Lee Lee Jong Won, uh, Jong Che Yeon, and Yeon Woo, and that comes out September twenty third. And this one is a fantasy drama. And now fantasy dramas, I'm always there to checking out because it's also one of my favorite um, genres. That's the word I was looking for. It's one of my favorite genres. So I'm definitely looking forward to. And basically, it is this um poor guy there's no way other to describe it this guy who has really difficulties in his life and basically he comes across this golden spoon which allows him to change lives with his friend who lives in wealth and you know i think it is fantasy but i think it's going to be if done well, it's going to be a really good um, depiction and really good uh, commentary on like the what's the wealth gap, like how rich and poor differentiate. And sometimes, although money helps, I think that might be something that will come across in this drama is that money does help, but it doesn't necessarily bring you happiness. So I'm really, really intrigued. The posters have been kind of really dark and cool. So I'm very excited to see what will come out of this one. Now, there is one that I have put in my upcoming, and that's simply because, again, it premieres today, the day that I'm recording the episode on, September the 11th. Uh, but it, um, I'm not sure if it's going to be available to me. I can't seem to find it um, anywhere on my um, international platforms. Hopefully it will be because I'm quite looking forward to and it's called are you safe this is the chinese one uh, not that there is any other one that i'm aware of but it's i've moved on to my the ones that i'm looking forward to in chinese drama land 
And basically, this one stars Tan Jianxi and Rong Zishan. And it, like I said, comes out today, September the 11th, the day I'm recording this on. And it's basically, it's a cyber security drama. So it's kind of like a mystery thriller. Um, now, I really, really like Tan Jianxi. He does really good dramas. Um, his acting is always on point and he plays pretty cool characters. So I, once I saw that it was him, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to try this because I like mystery and thrillers are usually not my go-to in a sense but this one looks pretty good the trailer looks good and also the fact that it has um Tian Zhanqi I am um, that makes me more you know willing to try it out so that's definitely if I can find it hopefully it'll be I believe it's a 10 cent drama but I may be wrong I may be imagining this, but usually like Tencent will deliver their dramas on WeTV for like Europe because Tencent doesn't exist in Europe, although they're the same company. We have WeTV, we don't have Tencent, uh, but it doesn't seem to be on their upcoming. But I'm hoping that's just a glitch and that it'll come up somewhere. So I'll definitely be reporting back on that one if I can find it subbed somewhere. Now, there is a couple of other ones that I just want to mention. The one that I'm pretty sure I am, I almost would put money on this. I'm pretty sure ITE is about to give us a day or is about to just like airdrop this drama on us because it has been pushing it and promoting it like crazy. So I'm pretty sure it's coming and it's coming very, very soon. I It wouldn't surprise me if it came in the next sort of week or two. Now, don't take my word for it. Like I said, Chinese drama land is volatile at best. So it may not happen, but I think it may come in the next week or so. And that's a drama called A, La a Love of a Thousand Years. And that's star staring, starring, I can't speak, starring um, Ren Jialan, who's also um, known as Alan Ren, and Lin Chi. And basically, it's a Shansha Republican era mashup. So it goes and it shows you their life um, in various, you know, forms. And he, Ren Jialan, plays a fallen god of war uh, who actually marries into the female leads, uh, Lin Chin's family. And her family is like a family of bandits. So they're quite well off, but that's who he marries into. And that concept alone is already very interesting to me. Plus, it's Shansha. As soon as you say Shansha, I'm there, at least to check out the first couple of, of episodes. But I really like Ren Jialan. I know he's not to everybody's cup of tea, um, but I kind of, you know, I've enjoyed his dramas before. So I'm very much looking forward to this one. And again, I'm pretty sure it's going to airdrop on us very, very soon. Um, the next one, the next two... Now, there is, like I said, for these three that I've just met, that I will mention, there's no dates for them. But the next one, I'm pretty sure we won't get until, if we're lucky, early next year. If we're not lucky, late next year. Uh, and that's the story of Kuning Palace. Now, um, Avenue X mentioned in her video, just an aside, if you like Chinese dramas, go and follow Avenue X on YouTube. Her stuff is always on point and I just love her videos. So I get a lot of news from her because I know that it's reliable. Um, so yeah, 
it that's just an aside anyways uh so uh avenue x did mention she doesn't think this title is going to stick this english title and that can happen in a lot of dramas especially for chinese dramas you know the translation may get changed the title may get changed so this is what it's known as right now but it may change later on so right now it's known as the story of kuning palace and it's a revenge historical set drama. Now, none of that necessarily grabs me. What does grab me is as soon as they say it's starring Bai Lu. Now, as soon as that's mentioned, I am there. She is one of my all-time favourite actresses, regardless of Asian country. She's just one of my favourite actresses, full stop. I just, I love her acting. I tend to really enjoy her dramas. I've pretty much watched all of her dramas, I think, bar one or two, um... So as soon as they say that, I am there, I am following this, you know, drama as it develops. They have just wrapped up, um, not too, I think about, as I'm recording this, they've just wrapped up a couple of days ago. Um, so again, this drama is still going to go into post-production. There's still a bunch of work to do for it. Uh, but they've been promoting like crazy. And I have a sneaky suspicion because it's because of the male lead. And the male lead is Zhang Lingke, who just played our beloved Chang Hang in Love Between Fairy and Devil. So right now, his popularity has risen um, and he's like quite a hot trending, you know, topic in China. So obviously they're going to want to push as much promo material as they can to like keep this drama in the back of people's heads, even though it's still going to be a while you know before we get it but if they can push it out there and get it you know to a place where people have got it in the back of their minds and they're like following it then that's great for them now i am very much looking forward to this pairing i have seen they've thrown at us behind the scenes there's so much leaked footage but actual official footage they've done like a sort of interview style and also what i'm excited for not just the fact that it's bailu because that alone is incentive enough for me to go into a drama but Zhang Lingha is playing a very different character to what he has played before. And I am very excited about this. I have said before, I think Bai Lu works really well with her co-stars and her chemistry. She just knows how to bring chemistry onto the screen. And she tends to have this, you know, um, I almost feel like she brings out the best in her male co-stars. And I know I'm talking a big game and I am very, very biased on this. But, you know, that's just my personal opinion. Everybody's entitled to, to their own. So I am very much keeping a very, very close eye on this drama. Like when this drops, I, I guarantee you, I will be there front line and center ready to watch it. Uh, so yeah, I thought I would just bring it to the attention because there was a lot of promo work coming out for this one. Um, and I'm very excited for it. Now, the last one, that I just want to mention is one that feels like has been talked about for ages and uh, it, it's I don't know where it is it there's no date for it we know it there was a couple of rumors that it was going to come out in August that didn't materialize there's a couple of rumors that it's coming out in September 
I don't think that's going to materialize either. We'll just see where it lands. But it's the um, longest promise, and that's starring uh, Shaozan and Renmi. Now, getting a Shaozan drama feels like you're pulling hairs out of nowhere. It's sometimes. You know he has a huge following and a huge popularity, but he did have a scandal, which again none of his fault. It really wasn't, and yet he got you know robbed of a good rise in his career. Anyways, I am not in any shape or form going into that, but it feels like this drama has been on the books for ages, and I just feel like. I just want it, and it's not coming.、Uh, so we shall see. I am very, very much looking forward to this one.、Uh, again, we have no day. Along with this one, there is one, and funnily enough, they both both belong to Tencent, and we're just like, come on, Tencent, you have them, give them to us, and they're refusing.、Uh, and the next one kind of goes along with this one because、uh, it was. Basically,、um, a couple of rumors were being thrown about that it was going to come out in August, and it didn't materialize. Actually, there was talk about it in July, and it didn't materialize. Talk about it in August, didn't materialize. September, I don't know. I don't see it, but we may see it this month. We may see it next month. I'm really hoping we see both of these before the end of the year, but. Chinese drama land, you just never know.、Uh, so that the the next one is she and her perfect husband. Now I am very very much looking forward to this drama. It is a Nuna romance, so sign me up because Nuna romances are one of those things that if done well are really done well. Now I don't know if there's. I know I've discussed this with somebody, and I cannot remember what they said. There is a specific word for like Nuna romance. In Chinese drama land, but it sounds like、um, a strange word, or it, it has a strange translation. So I just use Nuna Romance because that's just you know what naturally comes to me. So you know, don't take offense to that. It's just the word that I've always used. So, but this one is starring Yang Mi and Shu Kai, and I am like the posters for this drama and the behind the scenes and the teasers. They've been really, really quiet. They released one poster for、uh, Mid Autumn Festival, and it looks so good. Like these two, I I bet they're gonna have pretty good chemistry on screen. And I'm like, come on, just give us, give us, give us, give us. And they're just refusing. But those are the two dramas that I'm like, I'm not sure, you know, when they're gonna appear. I bet. The thing is, they're both、um, top tier dramas, and what I mean by that, so、um, S plus dramas in a sense, they're kind of like the dramas that、um, platforms really push because they're like the high budget, you know, popular names kind of dramas. So they're the ones that really, really get pushed. And basically, both of these are those type of dramas. So I don't think they will be airdropped in a sense. And by that, I don't think it's you know they'll be like, oh, here's the drama. I think it will. They'll give us a day, and then they'll push it really hard for that drama. So they'll you know keep giving us posters and stuff like that. We just haven't seen any you know movement from them. So we shall see where it goes. But I am hoping we get to see them very very soon. Well, we'll just have to see. 
but anyways, I think that concludes my list for this month. Um, I hope you sort of enjoyed this style and format of episode. Please do let me know. I'm always very much open to hearing what you guys think because um, I do love making my podcast. But I also want to know, you know, if you're enjoying listening to it, what you guys think I should change or, you know, what any ideas or anything please 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 just let me know um and yeah that's it that's it for this episode uh i'll see you guys next time this has been another episode of the tea and soju asian drama podcast i'm your host liliana and you can come and chat to me on instagram at tea and soju pod or one word and on twitter tea underscore soju underscore pod you can also find a great community at the asian drama watchers discord server where we all hang out and talk everything asian drama i'll try and leave everything linked in the description notes see you next time for more asian drama chatter